Support for the unofficial Shopify podcast comes from our friends at Bold Apps. If you've ever tried to add a product to your Shopify store with more than 100 total combinations of variants, you know what happens. You can't. Fortunately, Bold has a solution. The number one options app on Shopify is Bold Apps product options. It lets you create unlimited and sophisticated options and then save them to a library and assign them to one or 10,000 products with just one click. It even lets you bulk update those options just as easily. So, for example, you could add file uploads, text fields, text areas, date pickers, multi-selects, radio buttons, checkboxes, multi-checkboxes, and more. You can even set options to be required or not, add tooltips, basically everything that the customer needs to have a great user experience. It even has conditional logic, so you can show or hide options based off selections. If you want to try product options for free for two months, just go to ecommerce-bootcamp.com bold to get started today. Additional support for the unofficial Shopify podcast comes from SEO Manager. You know the benefit of SEO. The higher you rank in search engines, the more visitors your store will have. And more visitors means more sales, which means more money in your pocket. But how do you do that? That's where SEO Manager comes in. It helps Shopify store owners get found in search engines. And it's trusted by thousands of Shopify stores. It leads the market in both innovation and usability. And it's no wonder. SEO Manager adds an entire suite of tools to help attract new customers by fully optimizing your store. So here's a few of my favorites. It scans your site for SEO issues, offers keyword suggestions, adds structured data support, analyzes missing pages and redirects, and it even integrates with Kit, Shopify's personal marketing assistant. And that's not all. It does a whole bunch of more stuff. All of these things will help you to be easily found in Google and other search engines. And best of all, it's easy to get started. You can launch SEO Manager on your store in minutes, and their friendly support team is always on standby if you need help. Plus, as a special offer to our listeners, you can get SEO Manager right now for 10% off forever. Sign up at seomanager.com unofficial. That's seomanager.com unofficial. Recording from EtherCycle headquarters outside Chicago, this is the unofficial Shopify podcast, and I'm your host, Kurt Elster. And today, let's take a little trip down memory lane. I recall, you know, we were doing a lot of just web development, front-end development stuff, really exciting, back in, say, 2012, you know, that feels like a lifetime ago already, maybe 2011, there was a lot of talk about this thing called semantic data, or structured HTML, or structured data, semantic HTML, but basically, uh... A, the World Wide Web Consortium, who makes the standards that we use to develop websites, came up with a whole bunch of fun HTML tags to try and describe the content of a site to robots, essentially for Google's benefit. We would wrap our content in these fancy tags, and then ideally Google would understand, oh, this is what this stuff does, or what this is about, and then in theory, you know, we would all go along with it because by implementing this by going through the effort of adding in this extra code to describe your page to Google, you would get more relevant results, um, more relevant search queries, better qualified traffic. There's a whole host of reasons to do it. And it was really exciting. We were going to have structured data for just about everything you could come up with. And it never really went anywhere for two reasons. It was a lot of work for people. And because Google got much better at figuring out what it was looking at but it did survive in one vertical, and that's e-commerce. So they still have this stuff for reviews and for product data. It's still out there, where you've got 
um, yeah, these extra HTML tags that are going to tell Google when it looks at a product page, oh, this is what's on here. And then it could do all kinds of cool stuff with that data. So, it, so we've got ideally this, this great SEO benefit and opportunity from this fairly, um, well, I think fairly straightforward technical thing that we can implement in Shopify themes, right? And why would we do it? Well, and why do we engage in SEO or even talk about this or mess with it? Well, it's because everybody, every store owner wants better rankings, right? But that's not really what they want. You know, what they want is more traffic to the store. And, well, do you really want more traffic? No, you want more sales. Sales is what really matters. And all of SEO is just a marketing channel to get more visitors who turn into customers. So the main fix for SEO is better rankings. But what if we could get more sales with existing rankings you already have, so we don't have to mess with getting more backlinks or trying to con Google into pushing our rankings up? Well, using this rich snippet data, in theory, we could get more qualified traffic and increase our click-through rate. Now, there's one issue here. I don't entirely understand the concept. There's a lot of nuance in this. So I have brought uh, our, our friend back, who has been on the show before, Eric Davis. He was here ex almost exactly a year ago talking about uh, his suite of Shopify apps. And he has a new one that does exactly this, that adds this, this structured data to your Shopify store. Um, so Eric is joining us, and he is the founder of Little Stream Software, which helps Shopify entrepreneurs customize their Shopify store using public and private Shopify apps. So the guy is a, a development guru, but what I like about him is he's not, he's a, he's a renaissance man. He's got uh, development skills, and he understands this technical SEO, and he definitely understands the importance of marketing. Um, he even produces a wonderful weekly newsletter for Shopify store owners that you should subscribe to, and I subscribe to it. I'm going to include it in the show notes for you, but... Eric, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Kurt. My pleasure. All right, a little, little long on the intro that time from me. I apologize for being a bit long-winded. But this, it's a technical issue, um, and I wanted to get, get people engaged and interested as to why we're talking about this. But tell me, so what, what are we talking about? So, I mean, I think you covered it pretty well. Um, you know, structured data, rich snippets. I mean, the whole point of that is getting more traffic or more sales to your store. Um, it's it's funny because I actually have customers who will buy one of my apps and they'll email me like, hey, I bought your app. It's going to give me more sales, but I don't know what the heck it does. Can you check it for me? <laughs> so there's 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 knowledge on this topic, but it's very technical. And most store owners, even if you're slightly in the technical bit a little bit, like you've done some theme work, this is kind of like way beyond. Like this is you know, talking about standards, web, how web stuff works, how search crawlers work. So um, Right. And to be clear... The implementation itself is not that complicated. It's the concepts around it and making sure it's actually working. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's it's one of those things where when it works, it's like, oh, that's pretty simple. It's, you know, I understand it, but getting all the bits to point the right way and not screw up, uh, that's the hard part. Um, but I mean, like you said, it's mo almost every search, uh, almost every store owner I talk to, they want more, more traffic from SEO if they're using that as a channel. You know, they want more traffic. That almost always is sold to them from SEO consultants as you need better rankings, you need to get these keywords, you need to do keyword analysis, you know, like jargon, jargon, jargon. Um, but really, the end goal is the store owner just needs more people coming to their store that are qualified and want to buy their products that end up buying their products. Like it's, it's you know, e-commerce 101 stuff. Uh, and the interesting thing is structured data 
and the kind of what I call search enhancements that Google does, like rich snippets, that's one really good way to get this without like fighting and clawing everyone for better rankings in the search results. Okay. So, so the it, the pitch here, the idea is you're you've got an existing store. We're already ranking for something in Google, but we're not necessarily you know number one, two, or three. But using if we implement this technology into our Shopify theme, then it's going to do what? So what happens is, let's assume you put the data in right, you know, you do the, the few technical bits, Google reviews your site, analyzes it, says, you know, thumbs up, you're doing, you're doing the right stuff. Google will change how your search results appear. So let's say your result number four in the search results. Um, instead of looking like everyone else, you can get, say, like these orange stars, let's say like five out of five, Say like 128 people reviewed it. It might show a price or a price range. Um, so you have a line of shirts that will show like, you know, $10 to $30. You'll say if it's in stock or if it's out of stock. Um, and the big thing, I mean, from like a UX design point of view is this is your same search listing. You just got all these extra data. If you look at the page as just a bunch of pixels, your search result, even if it's number four, has more pixels than number one. Um, and especially if you get the review stars in there, which are orange, like Google's page doesn't have a lot of color other than the logo. Having orange on a page that's mostly white and blue is like, boom, there's your call to action. So I've heard of stores that are ranked like fourth or seventh, getting more traffic than the first search result. Hmm. Okay. So this sounds really cool. So we've got like the standard search listing is just title and then description. And if we're lucky, we have optimized our meta description and Google chose to do it, chose mm -hmm. to show it because we they don't necessarily do it. Um, yeah. I found if you like over optimize page title and description, sometimes Google will mess with you and just they will rewrite both of those things as they see fit. Um, yeah, and they'll actually rewrite those based on your query. So if you have it perfect and working perfect for like a brand query, if it's a more detailed of like, I want to buy something, something, if Google decides that there's other data on the page that is more relevant to the actual search term from that one user, they will rewrite what your description and title looks like on the fly. I've seen, I had one customer where he had a screenshot of a search result, the title and what was highlighted in the content weren't even on his page at all. They weren't even on his site. Google rewrote it, reworded it, and you changed the search result on, on that search. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Like I knew it was happening. I didn't realize to what extent or why. You're right. It had not occurred to me that it's, it's based on the search query because ultimately all Google wants is just same as you. They want a good customer experience. And for them, it's, Hey, the person is asking us a question. Let's get them to the right answer, the best answer as fast as possible. That's what they're mm -hmm. looking for. And they're including experience in part of that. So the structured yeah. data is going to help. Yeah, they, I say they ahead. want to best query, and they also want you to, the, the searcher to be satisfied with it. Because Google will track if someone comes to your site and then comes right back with the back button and goes somewhere else. They track that data. And so they know like if you have a great meta description that gives you a great listing, but when they go there and they bounce right away, Google will take that as a factor. And so they want people to go to a place and be happy and satisfied with the store and basically never come back to Google for that search again. And, uh, okay, so I search for something. Google might rewrite my title and description to match the query. If I'm lucky, the person clicks through. And then if they land on the site and it didn't match, you know, it didn't meet their expectation based on the page title and description, or it didn't answer their original query, they're going to click back 
and Google, because you're probably running Google Analytics on your site. Google is certainly running analytics on their own site. They mm-hmm. see when that person you know, that come, clicks back and ends up back on Google. And I always say, hey, your biggest enemy isn't a competitor. It's the back button. And this is even more reason um, to believe that's the case. So then Google knows, oh, oh, you know, if it happens a couple times, they'll know, all right, this is the wrong, the wrong result to give for that query. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. So and this is a, ideally we're now, because we've described this data to Google, we'll have more qualified tra- traffic. We also get a much bigger search listing. So it's got more screen real estate. It's got a different color, so it really pops and stands out. So even if we're not number one through three, um, you know, that, that top box, it's still very likely that we could possibly beat out one through three if, they're not, if they don't have the structured data showing, um, or the rich, rich snippet, as they say. Um, and then it's going to help uh, qualify the traffic better. You know, if they're, we're giving them more info up front, they become that much more likely to click back and further hurt our search ranking, correct? Exactly. Yeah, and for an example, I, I put it, I'll put it in the show notes, but I, one day I just searched for red flannel shirts because it's one of some product that everyone knows. And I have a screenshot of the actual actual results I got. Like the first, we got two hits from Target, Forever 21, Amazon, and JCPenney's are like the top results. And it, it you don't have to know much about SEO to look at that and say the third, or the, actually the fourth result from Amazon is the best looking result. The other ones are like category or collection results or like there's no data there, but the Amazon, I can see it's rated 3.5 stars, 780 reviews. I see they have different sizes. so. You know, rich, rich snippets, especially if your market doesn't have it, if your competitors don't have them, can be really, really powerful. Uh, another interesting aspect to them is even if they like all your competitors have rich snippets and you're just basically trying to meet them, uh, if you see 10 different listings from 10 different companies for a product and it all shows they're all out of stock or they have a price of $300 or $400, if your listing is in there with a lower price or better reviews or something else, you might actually let the searcher, your, your potential customer, do a price comparison without even leaving the search results. And so they, they would look at it and be like, oh, this person has the lowest price or the best reviews or whatever the, their criteria is. Like maybe it's a product that's out of stock everywhere except for your store. They're gonna come to your store prime to buy and just basically click to your store, click the buy button, check out and done. Like we're talking like you know, 30, 60 seconds on your site to a purchase type idea. So to be clear, this is still organic search. I don't have to pay anything to Google for this. Correct. Yeah, this awesome. is this is all organic, um, and just because Google screwed up on the naming, honestly, these <laughs> are these are called rich snippets. There's another thing called rich cards, which they're not available for products, but you will see them for like recipes or like especially on mobile for like news items. Like they're on a carousel up top, but they they use the same data, but they they're on a, they're not for products. The, oh, it's for like answering queries. Yeah, there's a. It almost looks like it in the product listing ads, the actual paid Google thing, where it looks like it's product rich cards, but that's a paid thing. That's People get it confused because Google's, I think, playing with the names and trying to get people to buy ads for products. But rich snippets, like what we're talking about, structured data, like this is, this is all organic stuff. Google doesn't give it to everyone, but most stores I've seen and worked with get it um, when you have the data right. Um, and these benefits are free. Like they're on your site, they're there as long as your data is still there. And, you know, it's, as long as your data is correct too. So yeah. it's pretty easy. So Google wants, they want a good experience for the searcher. So it's in their best results to show this stuff. They just need you to actually set it up in your theme. Exactly. And is this different from like Google Answers? Yeah. Yeah, okay. this is completely different. All right. 
That's so to, yeah, part of it, you're right. What gets confusing is all the different nomenclatures. So to recap, if I, the thing that you have to put into the code of your website, into your Shopify theme is called structured data, correct? Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and that, the, that data, I mean, like you said, at the top of the show that helps identify what parts of the page, like this is, this is the page about a product. Here's, here's the data of the product price, the description, what they're called offers. So like variants, what different types of products here that's for rich snippets, but Google will also use that for other things like the answers for what's called site link search for their, um, can't what they call their like their business knowledge structure. Like Google, once you give that data to Google, that goes into a bunch of different places too. Um, but that all of that other stuff is very murky and like Google secret sauce. The rich snippets are pretty much a pretty good A to B to C almost direct result. Okay, and going you know and and down the road you know we may be future. There's no reason not to do it. Um, we're future proofing our site because they there may be new features um, that Google adds on down the road. And they seem to be doing more and more of this Google answer stuff. So when I say exactly. Google answer as an example, like if you type in who is Lady Gaga, the first result is not a result. It's a box with a quote from the, that they think answers the question. And it's got info from biography.com and Wikipedia, where it's trying to give you a faster result. So exactly, you know, some of those queries, I know they do manually. Some of it may be on rich snippet data. It's cool. The, um, but when we say, so the thing it shows in the product listing in my search listing, we call it, those features are rich snippets, correct? Correct. All right. And then to run through the rich snippets that it can add are, you know, the most basic is site links where it's going to show internal links, links to other pages internally on your site. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen an example where it shows the reviews and I'll show that screenshot um, in the show notes where you can see the reviews on the product, which is cool. Um, and the, uh, the third one, can it, it could show variants like sizes. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen oh, some of those. I've never seen that. That's cool. Yeah. There's another one I saw. I, I looked at the data on the page and I don't, I don't think they, I think it was like a manual thing that Google blessed them. Cause it was like, it's from REI. So popular okay. large company, but it actually showed product attributes. So like price and all that, like people can get, but it actually had the listing. And then there's another, uh, probably another two lines ish of text underneath it. That was like four bullet points and two columns. That was like, um, what the material, I think it was a jacket, what the material was made out of, uh, the sizing, like, uh, you know, what, what extra large, large, that sort of thing. Um, and a few other things like it actually, I've never seen that on any other site except for, um, like a travel result, which actually use emojis, which was interesting. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like the, you can get some product details, product attributes coming up too. That might be a new thing. It might be like a, you know, only the higher insights will get that manually. But uh, yeah. So then it'll, okay. So I found a good example of one. I searched Yeti Cooler, very popular product. Figured that would come up with something. Sure enough, first result is the brand store. Mm-hmm. Um, is the, yeah, it's the, is Yeti.com. And then it has a bunch of the site links under it. But then the second result is REI. And it's got this, it has this rich snippet data in here where bright orange, it's got five stars, says rating 4.9, 1,377 reviews, $350 in stock. So it's got mm-hmm. reviews, price, and um, availability. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Okay. And, and I don't have to pay from... anything for this. All right. Let me ask the devil's advocate question. Is there any reason I wouldn't want to set up rich snippet data in my store? So or semantic markup, sorry. 
one customer actually had a really good point of it. Um, I, I ended up talking through it and we, he went ahead and did it, but um, he didn't want his prices available publicly. He wanted them, he was like doing like a wholesale thing. And so he wanted, he wanted to have like availability and reviews shown, but not prices. Uh, just due to the way that the structured data, like the more technical aspects work, it wouldn't, he couldn't do that. Like prices are required field on products. Um, we were going to try to do something different where it was just reviews coming through, but uh, we heated up saying like, you know what, I'll just show the actual retail price. And then when people create an account and are approved for membership and all that, um, that's when I'll do, I'll, I'll share the actual, the actual price instead of the retail one. Um, the only other, I mean, there really isn't any other reason other than you're not doing, you're not, you don't want like SEO or organic traffic as a channel. Like if you're getting everything from social or just paid traffic, it might not be worth the, the, the few hours it takes to set this up. Um, but it's one of those, if you get any kind of traffic from SEO, like it's just nice to have. Okay. I'm sold on this. I love it. Tell me what I got to do to get it into my store. What's all right. I, I want to do it. What step, what's the next step? So the good news is you might already have it in, in the store. Um, I think Shopify has a requirement on their themes that all themes have to have structured data. Now that's the bar. The problem is that bar is way too low. Um, I've looked at, I mean, without exaggerating, at least a hundred stores, probably 200 or 300. Um, almost every one of them, their theme has some structured data, but it either has errors, is missing information like a product description, something kind of important, um, or they just, they flat out don't have anything or it's missing, um, the product stuff like might have stuff about like, this is the website or this is a breadcrumb category navigation, but doesn't have details of the product. If I, so. all right, well, let me ask uh, another devil's advocate question. If I sent my rich snippet or my Samantha, what's the correct term for this? Again, see, structured data structured is like the data. modern. Okay, structured data. See, this is why it's confusing. It's harder to, I'm, yep. I don't even know what phrase to use when I'm searching for it. Um, you know, when clients ask me about it, they're like, you know the thing in the search listing? I'm like, yeah, because there's no good way to describe this. All right, so semantic data. Is there any risks to setting it up and then let's say I screw it up where I've got blank fields um, or something misattributed? Is that, is, is that a risk or would Google just ignore it? So there's, there's two big risks with it. Um, the first one is the mo most common one and that's you're missing a key value. Like I said, price is required. Um, and price also has to be formatted a certain way. If you're missing a field and I can share a link to actually Google's tool, which will tell you if there's errors. Um, if you're missing a field, Google just flat out ignores that data. So if you're missing the price on a product, Google just ignores that product and doesn't consider that um, that page to have the product structure data. Okay. Um, sometimes there's price is a weird one because structured data is just spaghetti in general across the code across the entire <laughs> internet. Like it's it's just bad. Um, spaghetti so, code being a, a developer term for terrible, yeah. messy, ugly code. Yeah, and so. Almost every site's going to have some, if they've never done anything, if it's going to have some some problems and issues. Um, so Google will actually kind of be, they'll bend the rules a little bit. So like price is the big one on, on themes. It has to be a numeric value, uh, no commas, no currency symbols, any of that stuff. If you have the price with a currency symbol, which is technically invalid, Google will flag it as a warning and they'll say like, this is wrong, you should fix it. We understand what you're doing here. We're still gonna like, we'll let this work in the rich snippet system for now, but you should correct it in the future before we kick you out. Um, so most, 
like I said, most themes have some of this already. Um, and I'll, I'll share links to kind of check your theme. It's pretty easy. Um, there's also, uh, there's also different apps you can install. Like I have one that focuses on it, but some SEO apps will add structured data. Um, review apps are also really good at adding some structured data around reviews, right. which are kind of like on their own, they don't do very much, but when you attach them to products, like the product structure data, that's where you get the orange stars and like, like that, that's the the best goal for e-commerce right there is getting getting a product with reviews, those orange stars, prices, availability, and if you can, which I don't know how it works yet, but those product attributes, like that's that's the gold standard. Yeah, and I think um, I know the the first review app I saw doing this properly was Yotpo um, has that as one of the I believe it's a premium feature. Yeah, um, it's on their higher end plans, but yeah, they do it. Yeah, very very likely worthwhile uh, to do it. Um, okay. So yeah. And even, I mean, Shopify's product reviews app, which is the most common one. Um, it does it too. It's had, put it nicely. It's had some difficulties in the past, um, with structured data. It's like I've actually reported bugs with the fixes to help them. Um, my app actually does an integration with them, but even, even cool. the free apps, um, I, I haven't done all of them. I've, I have, I think, an integration with eight of them. And I think Whoa. six of them are free or have a free plan that can get you the review structure data. So it's not like you don't have to pay to get into that. You can you can get that review data based on your app. And Shopify's product reviews app, which is free and kind of a good starting one, um, it can get that data out too. So you said um, Shopify's theme requirements, because we learned in the last episode, there are only about 50, maybe less than 50 themes in the theme store um, and so it's very restricted and it's tough to get a th really tough to get a theme in. Um, but even then they're not all made alike. Some are certainly better than others. Um, so you're saying structured data is a requirement, at least for the product information. Yeah. I, I, it's a weird, it's like a, it's like a checkbox. Like you have to have structured data, but, um, I think every Shopify free theme that I've looked at, like the major popular ones, probably a dozen, they've all had a problem in out of the box. Um, okay. Out of the sandbox, one customer had their theme, and their theme actually, if I remember right, they were one of the only ones that had good structured data, um, but I don't <laughs> remember which one it was or that, and this stuff changes. Like the one difficulty with structured data, especially if you're using it in your theme, which is called either microformats or microdata, so there's some more jargon for you. It's oh confusing. It. just keeps um, getting worse. Yeah, but if you have structured data in your theme, the big problem is that it's like interspaced in HTML, so if right. you edit your theme, uh, install an app, get, you know, have someone customize a the theme or anything like that, there's a strong chance if they don't know how structured data works and is organized, they okay. could break it. Okay. So it's an easy, it, we'll say it's fragile. It is easy to screw Very up. Very fragile, yeah. Um, so I've downloaded my theme from the Shopify theme store in, say, the last year. We're assuming it's got rich snippet data because it was a requirement to be in the theme store. Um, and... But we don't know if it actually works or not. There are plenty of reasons it could be broken. Like an app could have changed the code. Messing around with a the theme could have, could have broken the code. Or it may not have worked right from the beginning. Or requirements have changed and it no longer works. So tell me, how do I test for it? How do I know that I've got, got this structured data set up correctly in my Shopify theme? So I got some good news and bad news. Uh, the good news is there's a tool that Google actually created that's free Anyone can use it. Uh, it's very robust, very powerful. Bad news is that it's kind of a developer level tool. So you can use it, um, but 
don't get afraid of what it's doing. And I guess one big thing is if you want to try it and you're confused or you don't understand the results, um, you could email me. Like the best way would be from from uh, my app on the app store, just use the contact support. Uh, I go through, I don't know, we'll say half a dozen to maybe a couple dozen, you know, stores a week of like, hey, would this work on my store? So I've it takes me a couple of minutes to actually go through. Um, but basically, what what you do is you take your store URL. I use, I use the product URL because that's going to be the most the most important one. Put that in the the tool. It will spit out HTML on the right side. Your structured or Structure data on the right side, HTML on the left side. And ideally what you'll see is you'll see like you have a product, you have an organization, um, like a website, and you can drill into the data. And this actually kind of takes the takes the structured data in your HTML and puts it into kind of a, a better format. And so for example, that, uh, that uh, Yeti cooler you just talked about, I threw into this tool and I could see like there's a product, name is Tundra 45 cooler, here's a brand. Here's the the reviews, which are called aggregate ratings. There's 1,377. Here's the offers. Here's the SKUs. You know, it basically kind of represents the data. Uh, if you if you can run that and see product, so on a product page, if you can see product and at a minimum organization, or it could be like local business or something along like a businessy type of t- data there, and there's no errors you're probably good to go. Um, you might want to inspect the actual data. I think I might have an article that kind of walks through like the minimum data you're going to want. Um, but if you do that and you don't see any data on the right side or you see errors or even a warning, your theme probably isn't like, it's probably not going to be good enough. You probably want to do some tweaks, whether manually or through an app or something. Okay. And you're right. Cause we had, um, we had a store with a perfectly legitimate theme and it was modified heavily and then when we phase a last test before we launched the store, we went and checked. Um, we used this Google structured data testing tool. We ran the product page in. And sure enough, what you're, we had one error, and it was price. And it was because <laughs> the theme, and I don't know if this was, you know, multiple people worked on this theme. I don't know if it was like that from the beginning or an app changed or something changed it. But it had the currency. It was calling yeah. currency inside the price. Turns out that's enough to break it. And what you're saying, I thought, eh, you know, Google could figure that out. Like, that's not that complicated. But in the testing tool, it did give it as one error. You, one error, you screwed up the price, buddy, um, by adding. And that, and that one error will basically prevent you from getting rich snippets for that page completely. Yeah. So we went, we fixed it. It was an easy fix. But had we not checked it and cared, it, you're, that one thing would have totally borked this where it wouldn't work in, um, it wouldn't show at all. So, it would, yeah, no good. Um, yeah, okay. and I was going to say, like, all, all the reviews that I do of stores, uh, problems with the price field is the number one by far, like 80-20 rule, like 80% of them have price problems. And it's it's either they're missing the price um, or there has a currency in there because there's a separate field for currency. So Google gets that from a different place, but it has a currency in there or on some products, if they're, uh, there's a comma for like the thousands place, they shouldn't have the comma in the data. So that's another one. Another common one, especially on international stores or multilingual, is that some apps or some tweaks will put in like span tags and stuff around price or currency to switch the currencies. Well, if that goes into the structured data, that's invalid. Like you can't have HTML as your data for that. Um, but prices, price is the big one. I mean, even if Google kind of helps you and says like, this is a warning, uh, you need to fix that. Like Google did an update three, three or four months ago that basically affected most Shopify stores and basically wiped out their rich snippets for a short period of time. Um, Jeez. 
Yeah, like, I mean, I, I even notice it on my apps, even though it's not a store, but like the apps use kind of the same stuff. Um, I, I myself on my apps had a 40% drop in organic traffic over that period. So something significant. I mean, and no rankings change any of that stuff for the app. Um, but yeah, use Google structured data testing tool. It is kind of geeky. It is a developer level tool. Um, it, but it's very straightforward. I mean, you'll, yeah. it's, you take, copy and paste the URL of your product page. I just tried it right now. Paste it into the structured data testing tool, and then it will pull out the structured data, show it to you in a nice little format, and right in the top right, it says, oh, you know, errors, warnings. So you know right away, like a warning, okay, means you can get away with it, um, mm -hmm. maybe, but fix it ideally. An error means they're probably not going to show your stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the more detailed stuff would be like digging into it and saying like, do you have this, this specific data? Like, are all your variants showing up? Do you have your reviews linked in there or the reviews separate and probably not going to get in the data? You know, that sort of that sort of stuff is important too. But if you have it, like the first bar, like you said, is if it says no errors and you have a product data type listed there, you're pretty good to go on the first part. Okay, so if I grab, so if I do, I'm a store, I could do this myself. I don't have to be technical. I can run this thing through and get a good idea of if it works or not. Let's say if I, um, scenario one, the data is there, but it's showing errors. What do I do? So we'll, we'll use the price because that's an easy one. If the price is there, what you can actually do on the right side where it's showing the data, you can open up and click through things and you can actually click on the price field and that will update the HTML on the left side to show you where it is. Um, sometimes like if you know a little bit of HTML, you can look at that and be like, oh yeah, I can just remove the currency symbol from the front of that in my theme and you're good to go. Some other times you might need to get a developer to come in to change how the structured data is. So like instead of wrapping the, the, the actual price that's shown in the structured data tags, maybe we're going to take that out and put it in its own kind of hidden area. So you can actually format it. And if you need to do currency conversions, you can do it outside of the structured data just to keep the structured data pristine. Okay. Um, if you have, and if there's like a few errors, uh, you it's kind of some basic HTML tweaks. Uh, now there is one thing which this is, my app does it, but there's other apps that do it too. The way structured data works with rich snippets, you can have duplicate data. Um, unlike normal stuff of Google, duplication or copies is bad. With structured data, it doesn't matter. Um, if you have two copies of your product structure data, it's the same product, but one has this warning or error and one is pristine and good, Google for the search will actually look at that and be like, oh, this one's kind of crappy. This one's good. I'm going to use the good one. And so you can actually, this is basically what my app does, you can install a really good high quality version of it and don't even have to worry about fixing your theme. You can just kind of let those errors go away. Cool. All right. So, and then if I run it through and it, there's nothing there. Now what do I do? So I know for a fact, okay, we've got no structured data. What should I yes. do if I want to get that structured data in there? I mean, you're going to have to add it. You're going to either have to mark it up in the theme, which would be the microformat microdata, which my opinion as a developer doing this, that's a pain in the ass. You're not going to want to do it. It's really hard. Um, and that's, it's fragile. Um, or you can add it using JSON-LD, which is just, is a technical term for the way the data is set up. Um, that's easier, but it's less fragile. Um, or like I said, you can install my app or other people's apps that add that data for you. Um, because most, my app, and I'm pretty sure the other ones do the same thing. They, we get our data from Shopify through Liquid. So it's like super easy to do that. And you can write a snippet in your theme itself if you want to do it by hand. And you just do, 
you know, pull out the product data, pull out the reviews data if you have it. And you, the, the formatting of that data is the hard part of like, like you said, you know, take out the currency symbol or this needs to be quoted or this is just a URL. Um, but you do that. And as long as you can keep that, that snippet of code with your theme, if you upgrade your theme or change your theme, you should be good to go. So, and even if I do, you know, I try and get the code in there myself, it's possible that, um, you know, the, the structured data chain requirements change over time and Google's mm-hmm. not going to tell me about it. Like, I'm, unless I'm staying on top of this, it's one more thing to worry about. Um, so, yeah, like I think about, I want to say eight months ago, maybe nine months ago, there was a change where the business data, um, if you're using a certain type, you would have to add a price range field and a, uh, I think it was a logo, logo field because Google wanted to use that price range when you're doing like a map result of like showing how expensive different places are. Okay. That was just a change. Like they, they just switched it and it's required. And it was the kind of thing, if you don't have it, all of a sudden you would get errors in the, the data testing tool and you lose rich snippets because you're, you're missing it. So that's the advantage to uh, using, using an app is they're going to stay on top of the rich snippet data. And in mm-hmm. theory, an app will, they'll either notify me or they'll update it, correct? Correct. Yeah, okay. there's, there's those changes. It changes every now and then. I've seen two or three. It's, they're kind of like Google algorithm updates where it can break everything and change stuff, but no one talks about it. Like I discovered the last one, the one that hit all, almost all the Shopify stores. I discovered that one because a customer said, hey, something's, something's going on. I looked into it. Um, it actually wasn't my app. It was actually a different app that I was integrating with. But it basically was like Google just flipped a switch and turned off a bunch of features that people were using and relying on. And there was, there was no public information about it. I actually ended up writing an article on it just so that there's something about, hey, this is what happened on this date. Here's how you change it. Here's how you test it. Here's how you upgrade it. But like that process would be, we'll say that process would take five minutes per product in your store. Oof. So some, some customers that I have of like five, 10,000 SKUs, like that would be weeks of work just to get upgraded and not lose ground where they were. Okay. Let's say I don't want to mess around. I just want to go, I want to use an app, get this done. So I don't have to think about it. Uh, what's the name of your app? Yeah. So I would just say buy my app. Uh, it's Jason LD for SEO. Uh, unlike other SEO apps, like it only focuses on structured data. Like that's, okay. I'm giving you the greatest structured data possible using Shopify. Um, it's a one-time charge. You pay for it, install it, you get the snippet. You'll get updates for as long as the app's going for your store. Um, I've I've rolled out a couple updates a month. Um, but the biggest, the bigger ones I do is I integrate with review apps. So, like I said, there's I think there's like eight I, re- I integrate with, and it's the kind of thing of all of a sudden, boom, you 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 get that integration and it's pushed out to your store. Or like if there's changes in the schema that goes out, um, I'm it's. I don't want to say it's in beta, but it's something I'm testing. There's also some integration I'm working with Google Shopping or Merchant Center, product listing ads, all that stuff, because um, Google added features there. And basically, every customer who's installed in the past you know, year and a half, they're going to get that update for free, uh, just as included in the price. So, so what's that? And what is that price? So right now, it's $69. Um, I do adjust the price as I go, being a business. Um, I have another- Monthly or one-time fee? One-time fee. Once you pay it, you're good. Um, If you pay the 69 today and it goes up to 99 tomorrow, you're good at the 69. You know, there's no 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 concern about that. Um, I do have a higher end plan which has more guarantees and kind of I kind of do some manual monitoring and checking of your store. Uh, That's that's more recent, but I will say, what was the number? I think it was like 
83% of the stores who bought the hiring plan got rich snippets within the first two months. Um, one of them was amazing. Like there's a search I do and like it was basically their store, their products, but it was like page after page of high quality rich snippets. Like I was, I'm going to talk to them and try to do a case study because like that was, that's basically, that shows you how good this stuff can look. So and I just um, looked at your, your Shopify uh, app listing for JSON LED, JSON LD for SEO. It's got 102 reviews and it's five stars. As someone who has an app, that takes, <laughs> the, that's a great sign. It is tough to get people to write reviews. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really proud of that. Like I, I was joking with one guy. He said that my my reviewers will write five paragraph essays because they love the service so much. So and also, oh it's yeah, not sure enough. I scrolled down. Not only are they positive reviews, the apps are really many are or the reviews. Many of them are very detailed. Yeah. And also, it's not kind of mentioned there, but when you install, you also kind of get like a standard onboarding. Like I tend to teach you about rich snippets, show you examples of it. Um, more on the education, like here's the benefits you're going to get, not telling you what you need to do because it, it's one of those, like you install it and it's done. It's like a couple clicks automatically updated. If you change your theme, it will automatically change or reinstall itself. Oh, that's so a clever trick. Yeah. It's really hands off. Like the, there, I'm going to probably add a couple features that might let you customize and tweak some advanced features, but it's pretty much automatic. Um, but one thing you also get, you know, you get those emails, but you also will end up getting uh, my daily email list if you want it, which is just every day, every workday, there's a bunch of like tips and tricks of Shopify stuff like SEO, traffic, conversion rate optimization, um, getting a little bit right now into conversion rate optimization for adding to cart. So getting people to get their products in the cart and then so they can start checking out or you can start sending abandoned cart sequences. Um, so that's kind of there's a lot of educational components uh, baked into the product, too, that you get. Very good. Uh, all right. We're coming to the end of our time together. Any closing thoughts? Anything you'd like to add? Yeah. So I'll give you some links. Um, really, whether you have an SEO tool, you get mine, you want to do it by yourself or you want to have a developer, like you need to at the very least run a search and see how your store is going. Um, I've kind of tweaked a lot of Google you know, advanced search options here. And I have, a, I have an article that describes how you can do a search and see all of the products on your store and actually see the rich snippets for them. So recommend run that, go through, depending on your product catalog, you know, three or four or five pages and see where you're at. Like if you have rich snippets for 30 products, you're probably good. But if you don't see any rich snippets or you see like just price coming through or just some basic data, um, there's gonna be optimizations you can make for that. Um, and then, like I said earlier, if, if you if you're concerned about this and you want a kind of a better review of it, just go to the App Store page, hit the contact support that will come to me, and just say, "Hey, Eric, heard you on Kurt's show. Can you just do a quick check on my store?" And I'll get back to you and basically give you the honest advice, like you're good to go, or here's some things you can tweak. And I'll say like if my app would actually help you or not. Um, but yeah, see where you're at, and if you if you feel like you're not good or you can improve. Um, you know, ask me for questions, ask me to do a review for your store if you want, uh, and add, add all the structured data you need. I mean, rich snippets is kind of like this, like almost a free lunch Google's giving people right now. Like it's takes a couple of weeks for you to get them, but it's very low effort to, to do it at first. And it's just better traffic. Like it's, and it's free, it's not paid traffic and it's, the conversions are really good. Um, I have one customer who he basically doubled the amount of traffic to his store within a couple of weeks. So, you know, do it, check out what your store is doing. You know, I'm there for questions if you have any. Um, but yeah, take advantage of this if you can. 
I think that's, that's the title of the episode right there is how to get better traffic free. <laughs> that is the end outcome of this. So that's what I'm going to use for the, the title. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Eric, thank you. I appreciate it. And genuinely, you know, I, I was familiar with structured data. I've had to troubleshoot it. But I still fe- I didn't feel, you know, entirely confident talking about it because it's so technical. And now having walked through this, this is the ideal outcome. I learned something new. Uh, our listeners learned something new along with me. It's fantastic. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Eric. You're welcome. Glad to be here. Hope, hope a lot of stores get some benefit from this because it is very powerful and useful. So. I'm sure they will. And that's it for us today at the unofficial Shopify podcast. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode. So please join our Facebook group, search for the unofficial Shopify podcast. You'll find our insiders club group on Facebook and talk to us or sign up for my newsletter, curdelster.com. Shoot me an email and I will, I will reply to any thoughtful email. Either way, you'll be notified whenever a new episode goes live. And of course, if you'd like to work with me on your next project, you can apply at ethercycle.com. And as always, thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week. Our program was produced today by Paul Rita. The unofficial Shopify podcast is distributed by EtherCycle LLC. We'll be back next week with more value bombs for Shopify store owners. If you're looking for more high quality and actionable advice on learning the business of e-commerce, join thousands of other Shopify store owners on our totally free newsletter at eCommerce Bootcamp. That's eCommerce-Bootcamp.com.